0: Hello and welcome to Most Clicked. Now, before we get into today's show, uh, if you like today's content, please like this video. And if you like our content overall, please do hit the subscribe button. Okay, so today's show is all about course pages again, in particular the
1: University of Kent's course pages. So, Kyle, what's the story? Hey, knife. Um, so, I, I'm kind of going on the course page kick at the moment. <laughs> I fell out of love with them like a few years ago, but you know I've started to get back into them again. Um, so University of Kent's course pages, really nice sign you know, as, a, as a pretty standard thing to say now. But the thing that really caught my attention was how they use video on the page. Um, and when you load this page, you know, you'll see this little video here, the ton of header area slide in from the right there. And usually, I always feel like things that interrupt a user's experience are you know, sometimes a negative. But for this, I actually think it's a really good use of video. A um, couple of reasons. Uh, one, it actually allows you to have a bit of context around the content you put in the video. So if you know that a video is going to slide in from the top here when the page loads, you know generally that needs to be a sort of introduction to the course and give an overview of it. And I can see over a couple of the pages, they have designed the content to fit into that sort of space. So it feels quite well thought out. The other thing is usually when you start playing these things, um, they can start playing in the background. So if you are interested in finding other content in the page, you can have a narrative um, almost giving you a sort of voiceover and a bit more wider context to the sort of content you're reading. Um, So overall, you know it's a really basic thing, but I think it works really well. And this is in juxtaposition to what normally happens on course pages, where you have videos on them, but they're usually in multiple locations, and they sort of pop up from uh, time. You know, you're just not too sure what to expect. But this, it felt very well thought out, and um I haven't really seen it before on a university course page. So um, I'm interested to, to hear what you think, and if you have come across something uh, similar in the past. I mean, we we at Smile we've worked on a number of different course page
0: projects, and uh they either suffer from two things. One is having no video <laughs> the other is having oh hey we've got 14 videos we'd like to put on this page yeah. please uh and the thing that i really like with um with the the example there from kent is the kind of considered content approach mm. to video and like you say having a single video that can permeate that, that user's experience as they kind of scroll down the page, like you say, with the audio. And th- these are the things that I, I, I don't think many people consider is yeah. the, the post play button. Um, and, and like post play, yeah, they might scroll and the audio is there and it's really important. And when well, and I did work with one client, they, they were talking a lot about the read, watch, listen approach mm. and how you should be attacking each one of those uh, kind of senses with the con with the content uh so i, I quite like that approach I, I do really like the the uh, kent example um we've worked on we have worked shameless plug we've worked on on projects though where we've done very similar to this mm. um i know that with the, when we worked on the university of sunderland website many many moons ago it must be six maybe even coming up to seven years ago now and and it was a, we we promoted video as a big part of that redesign and said each course should have a video. I think now they've actually gone to having a carousel of videos. Uh, but here here you can see one actually. Look, so you've got the the overview there with the the embedded YouTube video for you to kind of watch a, the overview of of the uh, the course page. But like you say, it, I don't think that it's necessarily a unique idea. That yeah. I think the power of it is in the execution and it's
1: all about uh, dare I say content design yeah and I I think it's very easy to kind of carry over with like trends isn't it and I think video has been like a a a trend for like the last 10 years (laughs) Um, like every year it's like video 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 and you are right sometimes it ends up with like we're gonna put 12 12 videos on this single page normally it doesn't happen with course pages but you know you have seen pages that i'm talking about so to actually see the you know know the medium be considered and how it can be used because video isn't that innovative but you know how you how you use it is that that differentiator uh, and i'd love to see more unis um doing something like that just a nice sort of audio assistant that follows you down the page or just gives you that overview and being sympathetic to what the user needs um at that point rather than just bludgeoning them over the head with like a a grid layout with like 12 videos on it which is yeah yeah yeah. and there's
0: there's nothing worse than that we we, sometimes we'll get requests of like hey we want to replicate youtube on our website Mm. and they'll just give you a bunch of and it's like no that's 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 youtube like that you can just do that on youtube and instead i think there are so many more interesting and interactive experiments that universities could be looking at and like you you saying there about you know as you scroll down the video kind of being your assistant well I see it as as you scroll down the page, there are a number of different videos in that kind of hey, we've got fourteen videos, but there, there's perhaps kind of that person narrating your journey down mm. the page, and they could autoplay, and maybe that could be used instead of the images, and maybe it could be embedded as part of the images. I think there are just so many different uses of video way beyond the hey, let's cut a two and a half minute video together. And I know why that's done. It's 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 easy. It's the expected, it's in everybody's wheelhouse to kind of do. Um, but I, I just think that video represents this incredible opportunity to engage with the person at the other end of the screen mm. and that sometimes it's not taken full advantage of. Uh, we we spoke about uh, in a couple of episodes back TikTok and how there are embeds for TikTok. And I know that like viewing it off platform and all that sort of stuff. But uh, again, that whole vertical um video thing is really underutilized yeah. on website experiences yeah still even though in most tenders for a website university you will see over 50 percent of our users yeah. are on mobiles so we need to put them first so uh, yeah I, like i say I, I think
1: it's an underexplored avenue I remember when um vertical video was viewed as a negative (laughs) um especially when like that that format was first emerging and I remember I I can't remember the channel I think it's called hat and boots or something but they did a it was it was funny um they did like an attack on vertical video and I just look back at that video which was published probably 2013 and I think wow you know called that wrong (laughs) um So yeah, you're right. It's not quite, still not quite accepted yet in terms of like tenders or whatever. Um, But you know, the trend is there. So
0: it's it's time and place though as well, right? Like Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm the first one that I I get annoyed. I get annoyed when my wife films in like vertical (laughs) uh, format versus landscape. And that's the the kind of old person in me. Mm -hmm. But you know, at the same time, I was I was doing some video editing, bizarrely, the past couple of days. And in there, there's all these guides. And one of the guides now is a vertical, um, like a portrait guide, so that if you shoot in landscape, you'll know which bit of it is for portrait. And so I think it's, it's like it's unescapable, but also you've got to design your content for the right audience in the right place at the right time. And, you know, I think what Kent have done really well here, to bring it back to what Kent have done, is that they've kind of identified that somebody's going to be on that page in that moment and they're providing content to do that. Could they go further with that? Yeah, they probably could. Um, but there are other places of university websites or indeed other university websites, period, where different formats of video could really work yeah. um again I call back to my days with with Sunderland I remember when we were doing their choose Sunderland page we had a, a load of very short like three four second videos uh, that were square portrait like square um aspect ratio and had them in this kind of parallax floaty thing uh, and you know it, it It worked really well it didn't feel like an immersive kind of bbc experience video that we were asking people to to sit forward and engage with for two and a half minutes um so yeah i think this basically what i think i'm trying to say is content and design they they work so um in in tandem with one another that when you are creating these types of experiences, the two should be considered at the same time rather than a, a separated things.
1: Yeah, 100%. Um, couldn't agree more. All right, cool. Well, thanks very
0: much for your time again today. We're, of course, man down. Uh, Matt is not here. He's, he's away on uh, holiday duties this week, but hopefully he will be back next week. And um, yeah, it's been a blast. Thank you very much. Don't forget to hit that like button and see you next week.